up, you guys? It's your girl Kennedy, and welcome to Edified Minds Podcast, where I help women overcome issues with relationships, self-love, and accountability. We're in a new year, brand new series. This topic today is about to press all type of buttons, but I like pressing them. I like to press them because that's what's needed for growth. So we're going to talk about the common denominator because this is like a common thing that we always hear about, which is if you're dating all these people and it's not working out, it must be you. And I've had to tell myself this on a few occasions, like Kennedy, you could have did different. You could have chose better, but this is not to put you down. This is not to bash anybody. This is just to check ourselves and have accountability. I put up a post. It was a poll. And I asked people, what do you want me to talk more about in 2024? And I gave them three options, self-love, relationships, or accountability. Everybody said accountability. I think it was like 70% that 10% relationships, and the other one was self-love, like super small. I heard you loud and clear that you want me to hold you accountable, and I will because I'm also holding myself accountable. In this series, we've already heard from a Christian dating coach, and she was so sweet, and she told us ways that we can overcome the fear that comes with dating because a lot of us have tried this thing called dating, but it is not working, and we're getting fed up, and we're getting tired, And some of us are thinking that we're in our single season, but really we're just afraid to jump back out there. And I wonder if the reason why we're afraid is because we don't trust ourselves. Like we don't trust that we'll abstain from sex. We don't trust that we have the ability to choose a good partner. I want for us to be more confident and sure of our ability by checking ourselves. Like we have to be accountable and reflect on the previous relationships in order to have new relationships work. Before I even start to get deep into it, I don't want to hear that all men are trash. I don't want to hear the dating pool is trash. The way that you choose men is trash. The way that you are going about it is wrong. It's bad. You got to have new methods because I see other women getting married every single day. Matter of fact, Christmas was like one of those days where I was like, oh my gosh, so many people are getting engaged. My own close friend got engaged. Super happy for her. Same thing with my brother's close friend. He got engaged. He proposed. Like, People are getting married. Do not be deceived if you are not married right now because people are getting married. People are happy in marriage. That's the enemy's like whole job is to throw us off and make us think that everybody doesn't want to be in relationships. But that's, that's not true. And I'm even reading a book right now called uh, Men Don't Love Women Like You. And the author says, and he's a man, that a lot of men do aspire to be in a real relationship. A lot of men are more loyal than you think, but based off of how you allow them to treat you, that's exactly what's gonna happen. So I want for us to ask ourselves some tough questions about relationships. And I wanna give a a great example. Unfortunately, you know, I don't like speaking on people's marriage, but we all know Cardi B and Offset, and we all have seen the ups and downs of that relationship. But the reason why I bring it up is because I think that it really does apply to a lot of our lives. And I wanna give a good comparison before I get into some ways that you can start to effectively um, break down the things you need to do in order to have a a better dating life and and understand that you are the common denominator. Let's just go into really quickly celebrity relationships in general. Stop idolizing them because I used to idolize them. Relationship goals this, relationship goals that. And I think that's what's causing a lot of us confusion because we see people online dating and we see all of their highlights. And maybe when they get into a fight or two, the girl will start talking crap on her story, on her live, whatever. But then she ends up back with him. So it's like, we got to stay out of people business, business. We saw how Offset pursued Cardi B. 
We saw how Offset helped Cardi B with her career. We saw how Cardi B launched off, took off, and Offset was by her side, but he had some infidelity. The man couldn't stop humping other women. You know what I'm saying? He just couldn't let off. And Cardi B is bad. Cardi B is thick. Cardi B's rich. Cardi B had her teeth done. Cardi B got her nose done. Cardi B got her boobs done. You get the gist? And yet he kept cheating on her over and over. But Cardi B had a good heart. She kept forgiving him. She kept taking him back because nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. No man, no woman. And best believe there are women out here doing the same stuff men are doing to deceive. We see Cardi B and we're thinking, all right, they're having troubles in their relationship. One day they break up, they get back together. And they've been going strong for some years. But now recently we're hearing once again that Offset is cheated again. And she went on a huge rant. Like if you have not listened to that rant, I've gotten fed up before. And I don't know if you've gotten fed up before, but ladies, when you get fed up with a dude to the point where you are screaming, you are crying, you like, you get a hoarse voice like, oh, that's how you know you fed up with that dude. Like he has pushed all your buttons, you over it, you done. R. Kelly with a woman's fed up playing in the background, Mary J. Blige, I'm not gonna cry no more, type of thing. That's how Cardi B sounded in her blow up. It was really bad, like I felt for her, I did. But then, come New Year's, I see on live that she admits to playing nice with Offset because they, they were in the same venue, but then letting him smash that night. And mind you, I understand that they are married, I get it, they're married. Now, what would I rather? Her sleep with someone else or her sleep with Offset? Hmm. She just told us how he doesn't listen to her. She just told us that they keep having the same issues for all these years. She just told us that she's fed up, that she hasn't even gotten a thank you for helping him. And I believe all the words she said, but you reward him with letting him smash. What? This is what I'm talking about, ladies. That's why I gave this example. Peep how Cardi B has been nothing but loyal and good to Offset. Maybe she has gotten her lick back a few times. I don't freaking know. Offset claimed that she did, but then he went on the breakfast club and said that she didn't. So who knows, right? But peep, ladies, how Cardi B continues to give Offset chance after chance after chance, and he continues to do what she allows. Are we gonna sit here and say that Offset is the villain when she continues to allow this to happen? She continues to reward him with sex as if there's no value to her body at all? Mind you, she's paid over, I would, I would bet, at least over $100,000 on her body. And she puts no value to it with this man. She is so consumed with lust herself that she will allow him to do whatever he wants to do to her. Now, if I'm stepping out of bounds, you know, I'm gonna have to take this L if that's what it is, but I'm speaking facts. How many of us do that with guys? where we allow them to make a mistake and instead of slowing down and saying, uh-uh, can't keep giving you my body, can't keep giving you my full love because you have proven yourself to be untrustworthy. How many of us continue to go back? How many of us have stayed in relationships for years that we feel in our gut are not good for us, but we stay because we are complacent, because we don't wanna move on to somebody else? Too many of us can understand Cardi B's story. So I sympathize with her, I do. But at the same time, when is Cardi B going to get the light bulb in her head? When is Cardi B going to get to a point where she's fed up and actually places real value on herself? See, we're in such a society where we don't place no value on sex anymore. Sex is just whatever. But that's what the enemy, in my opinion, is pushing on everybody for a specific reason. Sex blinds you. 
I feel like being a woman in general just makes it easy for us to look past the bad things because we are so hopeful for what will work. And while that's a beautiful thing to have hope, to have faith, you know, I talk about this all the time. I feel like it is also very, very dumb to move blindly or to move and not judge a person by their patterns. That's something that men do a lot of. They judge us by our patterns. They're not really thrown off by the things that we do if we've shown that we've done them in the past. I don't believe that a man in this case would be surprised and shocked if his woman continued to cheat because he'd be like, dude, you did it before, you'll probably do it again. You know, they're very logical. And that's something that women just, for some reason we struggle with, we are more emotional. But that lands us in this space of wasting time, not walking in our purpose, and then blaming the other party when we should really believe that, hey, it's on me, I am the common denominator. Another couple that I just wanna throw out there is like Hallie and DDG. And they just announced not too long ago that they had a child. Now Hallie, the whole time, was denying it, lying, 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 saying, I'm not pregnant and uh, my nose and this, and I understand wanting her privacy, just like Kylie Jenner did. She gave us no insight into her pregnancy. She gave us no reason for it. It was her privacy, respect. Same thing for Hallie, respect. But when you deny, deny, deny that freaking much, I wonder why. I wonder if it's tied to guilt. I wonder if it's tied to being ashamed. I wonder what it's tied to. And that makes me once again go, okay, the common denominator here is this. Hallie, for some reason, is kind of weak for DDG. And we'll have to see how that plays out. I want what's best for my ladies, my Black women in relationships. But that's why I wanted to do this episode because a lot of us need a reality check, myself included. But I'm starting to walk in what I'm talking. See, I cannot keep talking to y'all every week if I'm not doing what I say I'm doing. Best believe I am. Here are some ways that we can check ourselves. I wanna be your accountability partner. I don't wanna come on here like I'm big mama, cause I'm not. <laughs> Lord knows I'm not. My best friends, they know I'm not. But I really feel like we can make so much change this year, especially in a new year, um, if we just hold ourselves accountable and if we just check ourselves in ways that can actually grow us. I, I personally have been just figuring out that I'm the common denominator by just like thinking about my relationships and thinking about more than just the romantic relationships, but like even friendships. Because there was a time where I could not keep a friendship to save my life. And I had to realize that it was the things I was doing. At the time, I was just so rude. Like when things did not go my way, I was very rude. And even last year, a friendship didn't work out because I had snapped and I got rude. And that friend said, you know what? Boundary. I need some time away from you. And I had to respect that. But I realized, oh gosh, it's me again. I'm the common denominator. So like, ask yourself if it's you, reflect on your relationships, reflect on what went good and what went bad. Like actually make a list of your strengths and weaknesses. Cause when I did that, I started to see like, there are some really good pros about me, but there are some areas where I really need to work on. So making that list helped me figure out if I was the common denominator or if it was that other person. Cause there are some times where like, it ain't you. It really is the other person. I don't want to sit here and make it seem like it's always you. But when you have a pattern, a specific type of guy that you're dating, a specific type of friend that you keep attracting and that friend is backstabbing you or that friend will sleep with your, your, your man behind your back, like you keep attracting the same thing, then you have to say, okay, I'm attracting this. It's something within me that's attracting this. Let me wipe this clean and you know, reassess. I'm not really trying to get too churchy either, but I would just say like, pray on it. 
Do you pray? Do you really pray? You know how you want that new job and you just are constantly praying? Like, are you praying on your relationships? Are you praying on the decisions that you're making? Are you actually praying on it and trying to get some type of passage from the Holy Spirit? Because the Holy Spirit be doing a work in me. And I have to call on the Holy Spirit in order for me to get things done. And it's like, he be trying to talk to me and sometimes I'm not listening. That's the next thing that I, I personally do was I'm always having to pray on, Lord, show me if this is me or show me if this is you. Like, please tell me if I'm tripping. And then you'll, you'll normally get your answer that way. I haven't really tapped in to the Holy Spirit just yet. And some of us haven't. Go to your girlfriends that you can actually trust. Because we all have a friend or two where like we know that they're our accountability partner. And we know that if we ask them, okay, why do I keep attracting this type of dude? What do you think about him? And you know, why do you think maybe it didn't work out based off what I've told you? Your friend will keep it real. But see, the problem is too many of us get mad at our friends for keeping it real, that our friends are afraid to tell us what it is they think we should work on. Like I am afraid sometimes to tell my friends what I really think. It's because I don't want to end up getting cut off, but there are some times where I'm just like, damn, that's like the stupidest thing you could have done, but it's not really my place to speak on it. When you're in a place where you want that type of guidance though from your friends, make sure that you have them. Make sure you don't have friends that want to see you fail and lose and all that other weird stuff, but make sure you got friends that like, will keep it real with you. You go to them and you ask them, sis, what do you think of old dude? If she says, oh, I think that he's a player, you should like actually think that through. Matter of fact, just last month, he's kicking it with a homegirl. We ended up linking up with her, her twin and them. And I asked her, like, cause he was flirting with me and whatnot. I asked her like, hey, is he a player? Is he this and that? And she told me straight up, sis, he's just for fun. He's not a, he's not a husband. He's not that type of guy. He's just fun. So I already knew, okay, great. She told me the truth and guess what? Ain't no need for me to waste time on him because I ain't looking for fun. Like we need those friends that are going to actually care about our relationships in order to help us not be the negative common denominator. Now ask yourself this, do you have those friends? Because if you don't, that's the problem right there. I cannot this year be friends anymore with women who do not value themselves. I just can't, because I can't relate to them. This is not me saying I'm better than them, but I can't relate to a friend that doesn't believe in the Holy Father that I worship every single day, that he will provide a husband for them, that he is better than sex that the enemy is providing for us, that he can actually give them better results. Like, I'm just tired of having friends that are so fearful. And I pray for those friends. I pray for those friends that one day they get themselves together, but I don't got time to be around that because I can't really, I can't have conversations with them. I can't be friends with someone who's okay being a side chick. I can't be okay being friends with a girl who would prefer having sex with all these randoms over valuing her body and valuing the body that God gave her. Like, this is no judgment, but I need you guys to ask yourself what type of friends you have. And then also, I feel like that will lead you closer to if you're the common denominator, because it's easy to be influenced. And y'all, if you're influenced by people who don't even care about relationships, I do not expect you to have a good one because you have all these people in your ear telling you that relationships are nothing. Like they mean nothing. You got to make sure that your, your circle is aligned with you as well with relationships. Not to say that everybody wants to be married, not to say everybody wants kids. I'm not saying that, but like, 
How's their character? How do they view a relationship? Are they promoting toxicity? Do they promote stealing people's man? Do they promote sleeping with other people? Like these are things that you got to ask yourself because that's also going to let you know <laughs> it's like your circle, it matters. Serious question, but but it's kind of rhetorical. Do you actually ask yourself if you're the problem? Like, do you actually sit down and go, okay, maybe something is, maybe I'm missing something. Maybe I keep making the same mistake or different mistakes and I'm not understanding why. Do you ever ask yourself that? And if you don't, it's okay. But I really encourage you guys to ask yourself like what it actually is and reflect on the part that you played. I'm tired of being a victim and I don't want to be a victim anymore. After last year, it's a, it's a whole new year. So we're just thinking new. We're not even going to reflect on the past. But I realized that there were some things I continued to do. And one thing I continued to do was forgive people who showed me who they were. Like, I didn't want to believe who they really were. I kept forgiving them and giving them excuses. If you're dating a guy for five years and he has not discussed marriage at all with you, please stop thinking one day this man is going to wake up and want to marry you. You are a placeholder. You are not going to be his wife. He probably really doesn't want to marry you. He's probably still waiting to see if somebody else can come along because men are more hopeful. For some reason on the woman they can pull, they're just more hopeful. They're not in a rush. You know, women, we have our biological clocks. I'm bringing this up because when you reflect, when you ask yourself if it's you, if you ask yourself what your pattern is, these type of things will come up. And I know mine personally was that I kept being forgiving. I kept forgiving somebody even though they kept doing the same thing over and over and over again. So I'm tired of the patterns and I'm tired of ignoring them. Now it's up to me when I date the next guy to actually go, okay, if you got a pattern and it's negative, I'm gonna let you go quicker because sometimes everything don't take a second chance. And I think a lot of us give second chances, ladies, but we're wasting time. We're wasting our time. Now I told you guys this is gonna press some buttons. And the reason why it's probably gonna press a button is because you can relate. And that's a good thing. If you can relate, ladies, I wanna give you guys encouragement that this means you can change your love life. You have the ability to. And I want you guys to believe in yourselves. It took a long time for me to actually say, I am in control of my love life. No matter what's out there, no matter what the pool looks like, my dating experience is going to be better because I'm going to be a better selector. And I was reading an article about this, about how women who effectively date, they have less, um, they have less candidates, I guess you can say, but they date more effectively. I know so many girls who aren't boy crazy and they've only like dated maybe two, three guys but they ended up getting married to the third. And I used to go, well, you a dummy because you didn't check out all the other fish that was in the pool. Like how you know that you chose a good fish and all you did was you just banked on the third fish. But maybe that third fish was good to them. Maybe they got lucky and they got the best fish for them and they didn't need to keep going in the pool because they, the third fish was it for them. It filled them up, you know what I mean? I'm trying to find a fish where I don't really need a whole bunch of tartar sauce it's already got the goods in it. It's already got the protein. It's already got the flavoring. That's what I want. I want for a lot of us to just consider this. As you continue to date better, you're probably not gonna get approached by as many guys because people start to feel it on you. These guys start to feel that type of energy on you when you don't play no games, when you're not about that, the, 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 the playing around and all that, you don't waste as much time. Unfortunately, you'll probably have longer seasons of singleness. And I wanna put that out there too, because I'm. I get that, you know, I don't really hop from guy to guy to guy, but I'm trying to choose better. So you probably will see a little 
you know, decreasing your roster. But like I say, I say it's all about the MVP. I don't care about the roster anymore. I care about the MVP. I need that on my team. If I don't got an MVP, the team is dead anyway. I want to bring this full circle because sometimes I go on my little rants. I want to bring this full circle. Common denominator, is it you? During this series, I want for us to hold ourselves accountable. Is it you? Could you do something different? Could you select different guys? Could you maybe date outside of your horizon? Stop just putting yourself in a little box. We all say we only want to date black men. We all say we only want to date this, this, that. Some women have a height preference. Some women have an eye preference. Some women have a penis size preference. All this stuff doesn't really matter. I want you guys to look within and ask yourself character traits that you're wanting in a man. Character traits. Because a lot of this other stuff, scientifically, I even, I've got an episode coming for you. Um, and this one woman told me that I interviewed that literally statistics show that certain things like height, money, sex, after a while doesn't even matter. If your man does not love you, if your man does not listen to you, if your man cannot communicate, if your man don't got self-control, and these are all things that we are choosing. So I want for us to think about that. I want for us to be more effective in choosing our men wisely. And if you continue to struggle in dating, it is you. It is, and I have been real with myself as well. If I continue to struggle and if I continue to date guys long-term and they end up being trash, I stumbled somewhere, somewhere. And it's okay to stumble, but when you stay down, that's when you're wasting more time. And I already tell these dudes that I ain't got time to waste. I'm not gonna rush anything, but at the same time, I'm not gonna waste my time. It's very humbling to accept that you may be the problem, but you can make a change. You don't have to stay this way. We don't have to keep dealing with F-boys if we select better. We don't have to keep dealing with F-boys if we go to therapy and pray and ask for discernment. So I want for us to take out fear and I want for us to replace it with hope. I want for us to replace it with better habits. I want for us to replace it with better practices and standards. And matter of fact, speaking of standards, have higher standards. These guys don't even need to touch you. <laughs> If you can't prove to me that I can trust you, that you're loyal, that you're honest, why are you even touching me? That's college. I don't care about the D. I don't care about any of that superficial stuff. I want something that's real. I'm ending the episode off with a challenge, ladies. A challenge. Write down your strengths and weaknesses. Write down the list. Share it with me if you want. You don't have to share it with me if you don't. But write down your list. 2024 is going to be the year that you can date more effectively. It's going to be the year that we stop complaining about relationships and we believe in ourselves that we can have attainable, loving relationships just like other people in this world because we are going to do our part and we're going to put ourselves first and we're going to pick better candidates that aren't going to make our life hell because we ain't got time. I want you guys to subscribe. Make sure that you're watching on YouTube. I got the video out. Make sure you're listening to the audio on Apple and Spotify. I got to get going. My memory is about to die on my laptop. So I'm so upset. Oh, I hate that. But I will see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Let go.